0: This is Dr. Jonathan Hansen,
1: President of World Ministries International. And I want to welcome today my guest, Andy Nazario. He retired from the Army Reserves at the rank of captain, 30 years. He retired in law enforcement, the rank of captain. That's on the Sheriff's Department in New Mexico. He's also retired as an assistant professor of criminal justice at Eastern New Mexico University. <laughs> Dr. Nazario, welcome back. Thank you, Dr. Hansen. Thank you for having me back. We're in a very ominous position in America today and around the world. We've never been in a position quite like this where aggressively they're trying to put us into the new world order. They've come down with illegal mandates talking about taking a vaccination against people's will or losing, in many states, you lose your jobs. They're even talking about incarceration in some countries like Australia. Uh, they've really clamped down heavily, forcing vaccinations. Uh, Andy, what do you think of all of this? First of
2: all, it, it has to do with monetary. If I saw a report uh, yesterday that Pfizer had made billions of dollars over the vaccines alone. In fact, it was the world record for a pharmaceutical company making money on a vaccine. So it deals with vaccines and the actual money monetary in it. And it's questionable whether these vaccines are actually doing what they're purported to do. Uh, Israel is one place that we look at where we can see what's going on with the vaccine. They keep very good records over there and just about everybody's vaccinated in Israel. But from Israeli national news on February 3rd uh, this year, I saw an article, vaccine has no significance regarding severe illnesses, says Professor Yaakov Jarras. Are Israeli hospitals really overloaded with unvaccinated COVID patients? According to Professor Yaakov Jarras, director of Ichav Hospitals Coronavirus Ward, the situation is completely opposite. Right now, most of our severe cases are vaccinated, Juris told Channel 13 News. They had at least three injections. Between 70 and 80 percent of the serious cases are vaccinated. So the vaccine has no significance regarding severe illnesses, which is why just 20 to 25 percent of our patients are unvaccinated. Juris also revealed Some of the confusion in reporting cases speaking at a cabinet meeting on Sunday, he told ministers defining a serious patient is problematic. For example, a patient with a chronic lung disease always had a low level of oxygen, but now he has a positive coronavirus test result, which technically makes him a serious coronavirus patient. But that is not accurate. The patient is only in a difficult condition because he has a serious underlying is illness, and that's where a lot of this comes in, where the data is. And when you look at what what they put out on the local news every day, the number of COVID patients that, that the new infections, and those who are healed, those who have passed away. But it's kind of disingenuous because they're not really accurate. They're counting if they die from heart disease, or even even as as far fetched as an automobile accident. But if they tested positive for Coronavirus, then it's listed as a Coronavirus case. Kind of reminds me of some of the problems we had with our uh, tracking systems and law enforcement. But it it goes on and and to help explain this from uh, JC McCollum News Thud on February 3rd. A source works for United Healthcare of Louisiana inpatient utilization management department is blowing the whistle on COVID-19 cases possibly being inflated for financial incentive. The brazen instance of such potential abuse was a patient who had multiple gunshot wounds with his primary diagnosis listed as COVID-19. United Healthcare Louisiana is the state's Medicaid arm, and as the whistleblower James Stagg points out, the conversation with the chief medical officer of United Healthcare Louisiana, Dr. Julia Moral, Moral, there are several financial incentives for hospitals to prefer a cold patient as COVID-19 hospitalization. Well, be that, maybe that's the driving some of the motivation, said Dr. Morrell, before starting that the Medicaid rate for reimbursement of COVID patients is both higher and faster. So they're getting money back on these COVID cases. If they count COVID cases, then it's a financial benefit for them through Medicare Medicaid. And it goes on, gets back to uh, your uh, book, if I could go to the introduction. And if I could read that real quick, this is The Science of Judgment that you wrote. And this has been several years back now. But this was very prophetic, what you wrote. It's so on page 15. It says, the reality is that the United States of America was founded upon Judeo-Christian values and beliefs. This allowed America to become the most prosperous and mightiest nation that ever existed in the history of humanity. The original settlers left England and colonized in America seeking freedom of worship according to their conscience. They had lived under a tyrant king and the state church uh, stifled their worship of Jesus Christ. Most Americans seem unaware of this point in America. We are even now losing our freedoms. The president is becoming a tyrant, as was the king of England. And I want to stop there because that's that's what I think is happening now with the vaccines, the mandates, and everything that's going on. If you look at the trucker uh, protest in Canada, they're starting one here in the United States. The uh, Department of Homeland Security issued a warning on Super Bowl Sunday that there may be a protest of the truckers on the vaccine mandates and it's hurting our, our economics. It's, it's already hurt our economics. We've lost a lot of businesses because of this. They've had to shut down because of mandates and the mandatory closings. Now they're having issues with the, uh, mandatory vaccination as the army is going to lose about 3000 members due to the vaccine mandate. So it gets back to why are they doing this? Why is this vaccine so important for them to, uh, Push it upon the people to take it. And I think it deals with the economics. And we look at the New World Order, as you were talking about, the uh, reset that's going on. And Yale Economist, this is from uh, American Hartford Gold webpage, February 3rd. Yale Economist warns a crash in the dollar is coming. If you saw the news today, you saw that this is a 70 year high for inflation. When you go back 70 years, what were we in? Jimmy Carter years and those of us who worked and lived in In fact I was going to college and I started a company a catering service and because inflation was going at such a high rate so fast I couldn't afford to keep my prices competitive and so I ended up just having to close down the, the business While I was going to college because I couldn't couldn't spend all the time on the business and studies at the same time so I chose to close the business but the price like sugar was going up uh, 30, 40 percent in price of dairy products, meats, uh, transportation costs. Gasoline was going up, and we see the same thing today. Gasoline here is close to $4 a gallon now. So we're getting, I'm sorry, it's over $3.40 three, $3. 40 cents a gallon. So we're getting, uh, with the national average, it was at three 43. We're getting into a, a real issue.
1: Well, let me um, interrupt you just a second. Uh, where I live, there's many gas stations that the price of gasoline is over $4 a gallon. And so if you live uh, around the Seattle area, the greater Seattle area, many, many gas stations are over $4 a gallon.
2: If I could go into your Eagle Saving Nations, which we, we started, and uh, according to the book authored by G. Edward Griffin, I think this is getting down to the, the – the, Uh, what you could call grassroots or the base of of some of our issues.
1: And for people that are uh, just tuning in, uh, Eagle Saving Nations, he's looking at my newsletter part two of Eagle Saving Nations. If you aren't a member of Eagle Saving Nations, please go onto my website, www.worldministries.org. That's www.worldministries.org. And click on Eagles Saving Nations. You need to be a member now. We need you. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. We need to save America. We need another great awakening. Again, if you aren't getting my free newsletters, they're free. And we send out at least two a month. Write to me at warning at worldministries.org. Warning at worldministries.org. And tell them you want my free Newsletters that come out every month. Uh, continue, Andy.
2: Yes, but if I could interject here on the uh, people, we need to get this going. We need to start getting together and meeting in person. And one of the and having your conferences again. We used to go to your conferences. Uh, I remember that, I think the first one I went to was in '94 with you. Somewhere's in that that time period. But uh, it's important to actually hear and get together. And especially with Eagle Savings Nations, we need to, to uh, meet and discuss, not over uh, landlines, because everything that we say and do over, over uh, the networks are, are monitored and captured and, and stored by uh, the uh, natural intelligence. But we also need to get Dr. Hansen a vehicle so he can travel. And he needs a vehicle desperately, uh, something, a vehicle that's dependable preferably a new vehicle, I would say, uh, that has warranties on it, but a vehicle that can travel with his family and also carry the the, uh, the tools and, and materials needed to put on these conferences. And it's that's a desperate situation. We need to get Dr. Hansen back out in the field, and we need to start meeting with him, and we start need to start meeting together. When you're online and we can't really see each other and talk to each other, communications is somewhat stifled because of the – Lack of ability to actually see one another and to interject ideas in the conversation while we're talking. If, if you've done Skype and those kind of things, uh, which we use quite a bit at the universities, it, it has some issues with it.
1: But uh, going back to eagles, but, part two. But, but thank, it, thank you, Andy, for bringing that out. Uh, we do need... <laughs> a vehicle. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to crisscross America. The the ministry vehicle right now is a 2000, 22 years old. It's it, you can't even take it outside of the city. It's not reliable. You go over uh, a lot of water and and the fan, the belts underneath come off and you're stranded. Now we're looking at a Ford Expedition. We we raised about $10,000. We need Uh, possibly $50,000 more. You know, time is of the essence. This isn't for me. We're using it for the ministry. It'll be in the ministry's name. Uh, We need your help. Uh, This will seat eight people. And uh, what we can do is it has luggage room and and room for uh, conference materials. But as Dr. Andy Nazarro said, we need to crisscross America. We need to, again, hold conferences all through America, as well as uh, crusade meetings, even in stadiums. We need to get back to the power of God, the power of the Holy Spirit, the third person of the Trinity. So please send your very best donation today. Uh, you can telephone my office, 360-629-5248, 360 629 5248 and make a donation you can write a check send it to wmi p.o box 277 stanwood washington 98292 that's wmi p.o box 277 stanwood washington 98292 or you can make a donation on my website uh, www.worldministries.org And yes, Andy, we need to do this critically fast. We need to be making preparations to crisscross America now.
2: Yes, time is short. And uh, with inflation going up and the the products not getting to the shelves, it's just going to be getting worse. We got three more years under this presidency, and I don't believe that it's going to get any better, even if we uh, I'm not putting a lot of stock in fair elections right now. Republicans will take control, but even if they do, the Republicans have been complacent in the way they've been acting. They've been trying to just get along with the Democrats, and we can't get along anymore. God doesn't just get along with uh, Satan.
1: Well, we're we're in a situation where the economy is going to crash, and it could crash even in the next few months, and then our money is worthless. So we need to do what we can to extend the kingdom of God where you have eternal benefits. We've got to do what we can now. The economy is going to crash. They're trying to topple the economy. They call it the Great Reset. Andy?
2: Yes. And if you go to the Eagle Saving Nations Part 2, you start getting into... What caused, how did we get to where we are today? And it starts off at the beginning of the, the creature from Jekyll Island. The second look at the Federal Reserve. The Federal Reserve is one of our big issues. Uh, the basic plan for the Federal Reserve system was drafted in a secret meeting held in November of 1910 at the private resort of J.P. Morgan in, on Jekyll Island off the coast of Georgia those who attended represented the great financial institutions of wall street and indirectly europe as well it was realized that the bankers would have to become partners with politicians and that the structure of the cartel would have to be the, a central banking system and if you uh, remember back jp morgan is one of the people in the big into railroads and, and transportation And he used to say that he would send uh, people to politicians with suitcases full of money to buy them off so he could take over other railroads, other corporations, and put them out of business uh, in mining and financing. But back to what it says, the seven men who attended the secret meeting on Jekyll Island, where the Federal Reserve was conceived, represented an estimated one-fourth of the total wealth of the entire world. This was Nelson W. Aldrich Republican Whip in the Senate, Chairman of the National Monetary Commission, father-in-law to John D. Rockefeller, Jr. Henry P. Davison, Sr., partner for J.P. Morgan Company. Charles D. Norton, President of the First National Bank of New York. A. Pyatt Andrew, Assistant Secretary of Treasury. Frank A. Vanderlip, President of the National City Bank of New York, representing William Rockefeller. William Strong, head of J.P. Morgan's bank trust company, later to become head of the system. Paul W.M. Warburg, a partner of Kuhn, Love and Company, representing the Rothschilds and the Warburgs of Europe. That's on page 24 of its source. And we can see these. this uh, financial institution is causing, if you watch the uh, markets and, and trades, uh they're looking at the president's even the government's even talked about seizing people's IRA accounts because there's a lot of money in people's IRA accounts. And if you're saving money in IRA, you know the reason you do it is because you don't pay taxes and that money till you retire and start drawing it out. They're talking about there's a lot of money and they want to get their hands on it. Anytime the government sees money and the banking system see money, then they want to get this out. And this is where the Pfizer uh company is making so much money. Uh, if you remember when President Obama started with the uh, mandatory health care systems and the insurance companies were all in it because it was going to mandate that everybody had to have health care. Well, that's good for them. They're going to make a lot of money. Every single person, uh, billions of people buying health care from them. But then they didn't realize that their uh, Obama's actual mission was to have a central health care system. By the government, not by the individual. So they start off with little little chunks of the uh, of the system and you get their uh, claws into it, if you will. And then once they get in, then they start taking it over. But back to the uh, Eagle Saving Nation, our present day problems within the savings and loan industry can be traced back to the Great Depression of the 1930s. Where are we headed now? We may be headed for another depression. I'm adding this in. This isn't in the book or text. I mean, Uh, with inflation going up, we could be going back into a depression era. It goes on to say Americans were becoming impressed by the theories of socialism and soon embraced the concept that it was proper for government to provide benefits for its citizens and to protect them against economic hardships under the Hoover And Roosevelt administration, new government agencies were established, which supported or purported to protect deposits in the SNLs and to subsidize home mortgage for middle class. So what we're getting at, what this is talking about, is if you have your money in a federal bank, then if you look on the doors and windows, it says it's protected by federal Federal Reserve, and up to, uh, I forgot what it is, $200,000 or something that if you have in the bank, then the, the government kind of insures it. So it's an insurance put on by the government. And what it does is it also, uh, this Federal Reserve system uh, controls the interest rates. And what they're talking about now is having four incremental interest rate increases over this next year. When you start increasing interest on the money that you are borrowed in if you have credit cards, you, you may be paying 21, 20 percent, but it it'll probably go up to like 28 percent interest. So you're a quarter of what you're paying is going to be interest if you have a balance due, and that's where their their governments getting into these things, and, and it's it's uh, causing a lot of the monetary issues that we have. But back to the to the Eagle Save Nations, these measures distort the laws of supply and demand, and from that point forward the housing industry was moved out of the free market into the political arena. Once the partner of government intervention had been established, there began a long unbroken series of federal rules and regulations that were the source of windfall profits for managers, appraisers, brokers, developers, and builders. They also weakened the industry by encouraging unsound business practices and high risk investments. When the venture failed, and when the value of the real estate began to drop, many S&L became insolvent, the federal insurance fund was soon depleted, and the government was confronted with its own promise to bail out these companies, but not having any money to do so. The response for the regulators was to create accounting gimmicks whereby insolvent thrifts could be made to appear solvent and thus continue in business, all of which would eventually have to be paid by the common man out of taxes and inflation, because uh, the only way the government can make money is through taxes, taxation, by taking your money or it can print money. So that's what they're going to do. They're going to take your money, increase taxes. They're already talking about Biden has been talking about increasing taxes. So we're falling into this, this uh, inflation depression era that may be coming to us. And Satan's probably in charge of this. He's, he's uh, wants us to be a a socialist country, a communist country, where the government tells you what to do. And this COVID vaccine may be preparatory for the mark of the beast where we're going to have to take a, a mark so we can buy and sell. So it gets back to economics. Going on in this, it says, Congress appears to be unable to act and is strangely silent. This is understandable. Many representatives and senators are the beneficiaries of generous donations from the SNLs, but perhaps the main reason is that Congress itself is the main culprit in this crime. In the large view, the SNL industry is a cartel within a cartel. The fiasco could never have happened without the great, uh, the cartel called the Federal Reserve System, standing to create the vast amounts of bailout money pledged by Congress (pages 30, 83 to 84).
1: Ladies and gentlemen, make... again, you're listening to the Warning Radio program. Uh, I'll tell you what, you need to help us stop this insanity. Only the church can do it. That's why we have Eagles Saving Nations. Go on my website, www.worldministries.org. www.worldministries.org. Click on Eagles Saving Nations. You'll see a vision statement, a mission statement. Uh, membership sign up today help us stop this insanity if not i can tell you we're going to see a great reset the economy is going to crash you are going to lose your money now help me help me Crisscross America. Again, we need to raise money to get into this Ford Expedition so we can use it to spread the gospel and stop the insanity that's going to destroy the United States of America and move us into basically communism in the New World Order. Send your donation to WMI, PO Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. That's WMI, P.O. Box 277, Stanwood, Washington, 98292. Or telephone my office, 360-629-5248, 360-629-5248. And give me your very best donation. All donations are tax deductible. God bless you. I'll see you tomorrow.